0: This is the black and blue report presented by ABC insurance agencies, a better choice for insurance now from studio B or wherever the saints or Pelicans might be. Here's Sean Kelly.
1: We had a tie in the NFL last night. Did you stay up late enough? A tie (laughs) and we have the Cubs in the world series tomorrow. What's the world coming to? i tell you what, here we go. This is a heck of a week, and we begin with you on this Monday at Black and Blue Report. I'm Sean Kelly, and a greetings from Studio B at the headquarters of the Saints and the Pelicans. I'm in a good mood today. Even with the Saints lost yesterday, I'm in a good mood. The NBA regular season kicks off tomorrow night. The Pelicans kick off on Wednesday. You've got Cubs and Indians in the World Series. That begins tomorrow. So, here we go. I think it's going to be a good week. And... I'm I'm actually eager about the the Seahawks coming to town this weekend, yeah. So there you go. I got a lot of thoughts on my mind. We've got a lot of ground to cover here on Black and Blue Report today. Glad you're with us. We've got two very good guests today. Uh, our Monday morning quarterback, John DeShazer, in to talk about yesterday's Saints loss, unfortunately, at Kansas City. John has some thoughts about how close how close things were. Uh, in the end yesterday. Uh, yesterday, think about it. I mean, two two turnovers, one a pick six and one
2: in the red zone when you're going in for a score, either field goal or a touchdown, you assume. Um, then you have ten penalties total, and I think seven are either illegal procedures or uh, illegal motion.
1: And then on the NBA side, perfect day to have Joel Myers stop by. Joel will be talking about the NBA in general and, of course, the Pelicans and their season opener on Wednesday against the Nuggets.
3: Denver has improved. And they're deep in the backcourt with Barton. Gary Harris, once he gets healthy, I really like Jamal Murray. Uh, seventh overall taken right behind Buddy. And, and that's their backcourt is Moody and Jamal Murray for the future. And they may go with them a lot this year. But Nurkic, Jokic, it's going to be a challenge, believe it or not, on opening night because they're two bigs go after every board. And then it goes back to what the Pels have to do, which is win the battle of the boards and second-chance points can't be allowed. Uh, Denver's going to be a good test on opening night.
1: Speaking of the Pelicans, roster move made today. It looks like the last one here prior to opening night. The uh, Pelicans earlier today released or waived, I should say, Alonzo G. So the the opening night roster now stands at 15. And so at the moment, that looks like Lance Stevenson's a part of that. And with Stevenson now on this 15-man roster for opening night, that means seven new Pelicans from the end of last season. Boy, think about that for a second. You basically turned over half your roster. Really? I mean, because I think there were 14 on the roster at the end of the season. Um, So you've turned it over uh, by half, and we'll see how that plays out. Three games this week, Nuggets on Wednesday. Warriors are going to be here on Friday. That'll be a lot of fun. And then a road game at San Antonio, and then you are off and running. Three games in the first half week of the season, and uh, there you go. So two home dates. Uh, I don't know what's left for Friday, probably not much. But uh, there is some room for you on opening night against the Denver Nuggets. So the Saints lose to the Chiefs. The Pelicans are on the brink of starting their regular season. We'll go in-depth with both teams here right after this first timeout.
4: From sunup to sundown, there's no end to the great time you'll have at the Sanderson Farms Championship. Join us October 26th through 30th at the Country Club of Jackson for a full course of action from first-class golf to fan-pleasing fun, and of course, lots of fresh, delicious, 100% natural chicken. All to raise money for Friends of Children's Hospital. So don't miss a single stroke of excitement at the Sanderson Farms
0: Championship. Visit sandersonfarmschampionship.com for tickets today. The offseason is finally over and Anthony Davis and the Pelicans are back in action celebrating opening week at the Smoothie King Center. The season tips off with a visiting Denver Nuggets coming to town this Wednesday, October 26th at 7 p.m. All fans in attendance will receive a red opening night t-shirt courtesy of Smoothie King. Following that, the team takes on Steph Curry and newly acquired Kevin Durant on Friday night at 830. Win the night with your family and friends. Visit Pelicans.com for tickets to these matchups today. Welcome back to the black and blue report. Here's Sean Kelly and John DeShazer
1: is our Monday morning quarterback. John DeShazer doesn't make quarterback money, but he's got a decent arm and he sure does have some thoughts about usually the game prior on Sunday. but. Our regular is back. Good to have you, my friend.
2: I believe they would call that a Steve Walsh-like arm. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> maybe you're just doing it more with your feet. Yeah, hey, I get Monday morning quarterback money. Yeah, yeah. Monday morning quarterback. Monday, Monday Monday morning, morning
1: quarterback money, not Sunday afternoon quarterback money. Then again, who does? Yeah, exactly. Yes, fresh as a daisy, back from Kansas City. First of all, what'd you think of Kansas City and Arrowhead Stadium? And did you did you uh, soak it all in? Uh, I mean, you don't get a whole lot
2: of time to do it, but yeah, a historic place. Uh, one of those uh, old time NFL state, well, obviously upgraded now and, and you know, magnificent facility uh, kind of like, it kind of reminds you of green Bay. Like, you know, it's kind of smack in the middle of a neighborhood essentially
1: the suburbs. Yeah. 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 And
2: uh, so, you know, very, very, very nice uh, outdoor stadium. Uh, a lot of times you'll see these stadiums in green Bay, you know, another one that's extremely well-kept. So yeah, beautiful facility, um, a lot of history in there, obviously with uh with the Super Bowl winners with Hank stram and and going back and you know just uh, one of those places where you kind of feel you know one of the few places that I had not been until yesterday, actually. I think maybe only i I think I've only missed a couple of facilities uh, in the NFL that I guess that tells more about how long I've been around in <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah, it was good to be able to go there and uh, unfortunately not win a game but uh, but man, great. A great football atmosphere uh, the tailgating and the weather and everything you know s- just screams football yeah
1: my only thing about Arrowhead you know it's got it's got the baseball stadium across the parking uh-huh. lot but it is it's seemingly miles and miles of asphalt parking lot all around it and yeah. so you yeah know. I mean I got no problem and now I did have a it's a
2: little peeve of mine, you know, but the, but the, the video boards, the scoreboards, like they're, they're big footballs at the end, at the end of the end zones, but they're, you know, now that I've gotten accustomed to the new Superdome Mm -hmm. boards and, you know, you go to Jerry world and everybody is bigger and better. And so, you know, you're looking around trying to find, you know, you know, down and distance and all that stuff. And I mean, you're scanning around all over the place. So, you know, your first time in there, it took me, you know, a quarter and a half to kind of figure out my bearings to figure out what was going on. So, but other than that, man,
1: you know, again, a, a beautiful facility and and a, a great place to play football. No doubt, no doubt. Hey, look, one of the themes that we seemingly talk about every Monday right now during the season is this razor's edge that the Saints have played on all year, and here over the last couple of weeks, you've been on the right side of the blade. Yesterday, same razor blade, but you got cut, and and that's the more I think about yesterday's game, that's kind of the way I I view it. Uh, you know, again, as you pointed out. You're playing that one possession or less, that one score or less, more specifically, type football game week in and week out, and you did just enough wrong yesterday to get cut as opposed to just enough right the week before to win.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, yesterday, the Saints couldn't get out of their own way, and it's been that way in all four losses. They've done just enough to lose the game. Um, Enough to win, but just enough to counterbalance it and to go over the the other side, go over the edge uh yesterday think about it. i mean two two turnovers one a pick six and one in the red zone when you're going in for a score either field goal or a touchdown you assume um then you have 10 penalties total and i think seven are either illegal procedures or uh, illegal motion or or you know that There's kind a of delay thing. game yeah, delay of yeah. games and, and so you know mental errors and then you know a couple of big plays on defense where you know they do a lot of really good things. They only allow 326 yards on defense and three out of nine third down conversions defensively numbers. You would love to have 214 passing yards. They allow defensively, but you know, a Spencer Ware screen pass goes 46 yards and a 38 yard touchdown pass to Tyreek Hill, where Ken Crawley can't get his head around, you know, fast enough and keep contact with the receiver. So, you know, that kid made it's, a hell of a catch. Oh, it, it's <laughs> a it, yeah. Because I mean, because Crawley interfered with him. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah, interfered yeah, with him, is. and he still makes the catch. Right, but you know, just being not quite there, just doing just enough small things, you know, that amount to big things eventually. To to not win a game, uh, the pick six turns out to be you know huge in the grand scheme, and then again, you know, the Ingram fumble going in turns out to be huge in the grand scheme because you're talking about a twenty-seven to twenty-one game where you know, every little bit helps. And, and and as Coach Payton keeps saying, you know, this team isn't good enough to overcome those kinds of mistakes in a cumulative fashion that they're just piling up, you know, two turnovers and ten penalties for the Saints. And that's it's, the game.
1: That's the whole storyline. <laughs>
2: that's the game. This isn't hard to figure <laughs> out. Yeah, that's the game. Yes. You know, so when the opponent doesn't commit any turnovers and only commits four penalties
1: and you commit two turnovers and ten penalties, that's the game. Saints also only gave up one sack. Is that right? Yeah. So that's – I'm probably off by one here. I want to say that's nine that sacks nine. allowed. That's nine allowed. A, and this is an offensive line that we not, we didn't lambast them during the preseason. But, man, there were a lot of question marks. Even week one, it was kind of like, oh, boy, this, yeah. this might be shaky. Look, John, with all the musical chairs and the injuries and everything else – Nine sacks, it's top five in the NFL. It's that, crazy. That
2: left side is being held together by bubble gum and chicken wire. But I it's mean, holding. It's holding. Yes. I mean, Teron Armstead, you know, goes out yesterday, comes back in. Who knows if he's going to be able to play on Sunday against Seattle because he was basically gutting it out. Um, Sanio Kilimente goes out at left guard, so Tim Lolito has to go in. Uh, we don't know Andrews Pete's status in terms of coming back. He missed this game with a groin injury uh tony hills has had to play at at left tackle so they're just shuffling guys in and out in and out in and out and they've been able to hold up drew Brees another 300 yard game i think he i I can't remember exactly i got the numbers in my hand but i think it was 37 out of 48 completions uh, for 300 plus yards and three touchdowns so they're protecting Uh, they ran it well yesterday
5: uh, not like they didn't run it they enough. didn't
2: run it a, they didn't run it a lot but they ran yeah. it well when they did run it probably about four yards of carry so you know and Tim Hightower got some nice some nice work so you know they're doing some nice things offensively but again you know the the two turnovers were just backbreakers. I mean even if even if Drew Brees throws an interception and it's not a pick six you know you got a chance for your defense to maybe hold them to a field goal or maybe get off the field oh yeah you know even if you know if if Mark If Mark Mark Ingram just holds on to it, just falls down. (laughs) Uh, And if you don't get in the end zone, you figure it's a chip shot. Now, with these special teams this year, unfortunately, nothing is a given. But you figure it's a chip shot field goal, and you get three out of it. But again, you know, you're talking about taking three or seven off the board, and then you're talking about giving up seven, going the other way. That's 10 points at least and maybe
1: 14. Sometimes this is not a real hard business. No, it ain't as rocket science. As, yeah, As far as analyzing it. Yeah, things. it ain't rocket science. No, I mean,
2: it, it's pretty much laid out right there in front of you. Yes. So, so, you know, those are the things. And those are the things that Zach Streif and Drew Brees and the guys who have been around here for 10-plus years keep saying, those are the things that opponents used to do against us to beat themselves. Because, look, I mean, look, the NFL is built for parity right now. So, outside of maybe New England, huh? who's, who's just, you know, dump trucking anybody? You know, probably just New England. No one. So, Minnesota lost yesterday. Yeah. So, now it's, you know, you don't have to go out and dominate anybody physically or schematically because nobody's doing that. Right. Maybe New England, but other than that, nobody's doing that. So, all you really, and I'm not saying all you have to do, but a huge part of it is don't beat yourself. Just don't beat yourself, and maybe the opposition will hand it to you, or you'll certainly be in a great position to win it at the end if you just don't beat yourself. Well, the Saints have pretty much beat themselves
1: four times. Yeah, they have. And, and the frustrating thing for me right now is that the division is wide open. Oh, my God. I mean, nobody <laughs> and, wants and, it. Nobody, well, Atlanta, <laughs> nobody wants it. Atlanta screws that up yesterday. Carolina obviously off. Tampa Bay looked pretty good, by yeah. the way. And, by the way, whoever has Mike Evans – on their fantasy team in your league, boy, do they sneak away with a good pick there. Yeah. Because I think he's he's got – he might be near the top in touchdown receptions. Mike this. Evans is pretty yeah. good. He's pretty um, good coming out of so, A&M. look, it's, it's one of those deals where, you know, the, it's always a timing thing. You want to be good when they're not. Or when you're not good, you don't want anybody else to be good. In, in the division right now, nobody else is grabbing a hold of this yeah. thing, and you just can't. I mean, I mean, can't, I mean, you can't you know, jump if, back in. You know,
2: the whole if ifs and buts are we're candy and nuts, we don't yeah. have a Merry Christmas, right? <laughs> but if, if the Saints win, they're tied with the Falcons and the Bucks in the loss column. Yes. Well, that's, I mean, what else do you want?
1: I mean, it's with, right there with to be another matchup with Atlanta, two with Tampa Bay, yeah. and you know, yeah, I, I, I mean, I get, it's, it's, I get it. It's right there. The wild to be cards had. not coming out of the South. You got no. to gotta go, win the division, you got to win the division, and maybe
2: you can get the division at eight and eight, you know, maybe nine and seven. But eight and this might I, be an eight and eight division yes. again. Yes,
1: I, I, yeah, well, I think it will be, yeah, and I just
2: don't know if the Saints are going
1: to be right there, yeah, and that's I, the, and yeah. that's
2: the thing. I mean, th- there's chances to be there i mean and even now they're two and four and one game back in the loss column and you still got both games against tampa and you still got another one against atlanta and you still got the last game against carolina it's right there to be had but the saints you know first and foremost gotta stop beating themselves yes i mean you 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 hear people talking about shooting yourself in the foot there are no feet left you know there are no toes left
1: i know i know uh and this won't be easy this weekend against seattle um Although that snooze fest last night, oh my goodness! And they wonder why the NFL ratings are down. The whole weekend in the NFL was just kind of—it eh. really was. It's there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, really well. I mean, I it, was there kinda...
2: was there was no flavor to anything yesterday. I mean, the it was, Stafford
1: and Quan Bolden play, the joy yeah, wins. Yeah, it was a really nice throw. Yeah. Really nice throw. Yeah. Um, and Matt the crazy a great um, arm. hail mary at the end of the first half. Yeah, and uh, and, 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 yeah, and really, I mean,
2: Atlanta losing in overtime to you know going for fourth down at your own forty five.
1: John, they were up. They were up twenty seven to ten. So we're not talking about great football here. I mean, that's an yeah. exciting finish, but that's a. Well, look we you
2: know i i I'd, I'd, I'd shake my head but you know what the saints were up like 21 to nothing against carolina yeah. here. Yes. and and well, that so was last week so it can so it can happen but you know but to to go forward in that situation and and to not punt it and say you know what i'm just gonna trust that they can't drive you know 70 yards yeah i'm i'm just gonna trust that we we can get them to yes. punt but to give them the field that i mean that was that was shocking yes. to me i i watched that and i was I was like, I, no, they're just lining up. They're going to try to make them jump. They're not going to snap this. That, there's no – no, you want, And when they did, I was like, this is Mike Smith-esque.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, It's funny you bring him up because he's on Tampa's staff now, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Um, Real quick, me being the eternal optimist here, okay? So my thought is this. You get Seattle – in your building, they're on a short week, and you may get a couple guys back from injury this week. I'm going to ask you about that here in just a second. And then you go to San Francisco, and they're 1-6. and six. So, me being the eternal optimist, I look, can you sneak one this weekend and then go out to San Francisco, and all of a sudden now you're 4-4? Four and four. We'll see. But I think a lot of this hinges, John, on can they get some of these guys back this week? I know there are a couple of them on the, on the cusp. Do you have a gut feeling one way or another if you get, say, uh, Donnell Eller be back. or um, uh, I think Sterling Moore might Sterling be Moore back, back, hopefully. Um, and, I don't and know Sheldon about Rankins. Sheldon
2: Rankins. Well, he's not going to be eligible to play until we go to Frisco. That's right. So he'll be okay. eligible to play there. Uh, and I think he's going to be in line to play. Uh, Delvin Bros got to be pretty close. I, yeah, I saw a tweet from him this morning like he's going to test it out today. Okay. So he might be on the practice field this week. And if he's on the practice field, maybe he's back
1: for – the San Francisco game, also. Um, Isn't this crazy the way this has all gone? Let's, let's say Delvin Bro comes back and then you found something maybe in BW Webb. Sterling Moore has been a fine addition and Ken Crawley keeps progressing yeah, here. So it, all of a sudden you go from this one group in August and that gets obliterated. Then you almost have, you know, as you said earlier, bubblegum and shoestrings to now. Maybe here, midway through, you might say, hey, we're good at corner. Oh, if uh, if,
2: if you can get right? them all on the field I, at the same time. I if, if it of would. Know, huge yes. if, if. But if they can get all on the field at the same time healthy, then that's going to be a pretty nice unit. Because yeah. we know what Delvin can do. So Delvin's going to have to get in football shape and all that stuff. But once he gets back to being Delvin, and Sterling Moore has shown exactly what he can do, and B.W. Webb is, is – is, a guy that, you know, you feel comfortable putting in the slot. And Ken Crawley, you know, you feel pretty comfortable with him out there. I mean, he's, you know, got his baptism by fire, but, you know, he's, he's hanging in there.
1: He's taking steps, though. Yeah,
2: he's taking steps. And then the safety position seems with Vaughn Bell as a great addition seems to be, you know, coming along. So, I mean, your secondary all of a sudden now has not just depth but quality depth that you can you know you can rotate guys in and out keep them fresh you can do what you you know do a lot of things that's like and then if rankins comes back and rankins you know adds to that defensive line now imagine you know your rotation inside and if nick Fairley and david on and john jenkins and tyler davidson now have a guy who can spell them and take away you know, five snaps from each one of those guys. Now that's fresher legs well, as you play.
1: just bring more consistency up front. It, yeah. You know, yeah.
2: it looked good during the two wins.
1: Yeah. It kind of disappeared yesterday. Yeah, yeah. well,
2: Alex Smith, I mean, but, you know, they, they do it, you know, KC usually does a, does a short, quick passing game. He gets out of his hands pretty quick. And Alex Smith is fairly mobile. So, I didn't know if they – now, I was hoping they'd be able to get to him because, you know, he's been sacked 14 times in the previous five games. Yeah, so, you, you thing, know, the yeah. numbers said that the Saints should be able to get to him. And unfortunately, the only times they got to him was after he had gotten rid of the ball and, you know, he was next to the sideline and, you know, they got some good licks in on him then. But, you know, he didn't have a ball in his hands and it wasn't a sack. So right. And it didn't deter him. It didn't rattle him. So, you know, that's the main thing with the quarterback. Even if you're not sacking him, you've got to hit him enough to where you screw up his timing and mess with his head because he's got to feel like I've got to get rid of it or they're going to hit me. <laughs> and yeah. they, there wasn't enough of that.
1: Drew Brees, three hundred plus yards, hundred time in his career. Ho oh, hum, another record. Uh, no, it's special. Yeah. Uh, and then the Saints scored on their opening drive of the game for the fourth consecutive week. Also, I think that's a franchise record. Yeah. So, um, I think that's a wrap. Uh, it'll be an interesting week. I'm just glad they're home against Seattle yeah. This glad week. they're home against yeah. Seattle. Seattle with
2: a played you know five quarters last night, but but a really really good defense. Um, they they locked down on Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um and and I mean so you know the but Saints are gonna, the Saints are gonna have to be right because you know the Saints have played them in Seattle a couple of times over the last couple of years and they've locked the Saints down that way also yeah now being at home for the Saints for you know some sometimes you know the Saints are able to to put on the cape when they're at home and you know Drew Brees is averaging 421 yards passing at home which is ridiculous yes.
1: Jimmy Graham's <laughs> coming back, by the way.
2: Yeah, Jimmy Graham's coming back. was a <laughs> non think you're going to hear anybody, anything oh, about yeah. that this week? Yeah, going to hear yeah. a little bit about uh-huh. that. Uh, but, you know, now Jimmy Graham is finding out, though, sometimes, you know, now granted it was a trade, but statistically the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Uh, he had a really, 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 really tight end friendly offense here. And uh, the tight end friendliness isn't quite the same in Seattle. No. Um, so, you know, I'm sure there are some things he he, if you, you know, stuck him under a, a a light and uh and made him confess. I'm sure he would admit there are some things that he misses. Yeah. And of course I look, in the same same way, there are some things about Jimmy Graham that you miss cuz Jimmy Graham was a freakish dude. Yes. I mean, he but, was you, you know, when you got him out there, he was
1: a he was a matchup nightmare for a lot of people. I don't I just don't see people lining his path with rose petals on his return this week. No, 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 just no, no, no. He's, I mean,
2: yeah. not, again, you know, if you if you injected the truth serum, you know, people, yeah, you know, well, yeah, there are some things we miss, but you know, sure. But the truth serum would you also say, be honest, but yeah. the truth serum would also say, well, there are some things we don't necessarily miss. So you know, and then and, and look, and the trade off was Max Unger, who you know we're talking about Drew Brees only being sacked nine times this season. Max Unger has a whole lot to do with that. Yes. So I agree. You know the Saints got a, a nice benefit out of that.
1: I totally, totally agree. Good stuff. Thank you, sir. Anytime. On to, uh... on to Seattle. Bill Belichick is Bill On to Joel Myers. He's next. The NBA regular season kicks off tomorrow. The Pelicans on Wednesday. We'll hear from Joel right after these messages.
5: Auctioner believes the best way to predict the future is to invent it. Here, our doctors and staff are changing lives day after day.
0: Every week, I'm operating on babies who are days old, with hearts smaller than walnuts. We're giving these kids a life they wouldn't otherwise have, a chance to grow up. Sometimes, cancer patients come who were told they were out of
5: options. But auctioner has the most clinical trials in the state. It's amazing to be able to give second chances.
4: We're always a step ahead, even with simple things. Like getting you in to see a doctor today versus a week from now, so what you have doesn't become something bigger. It makes a difference.
5: Every day, Auctioner is creating a better future by looking forward and thinking differently to find life changing solutions. That's healthcare with peace of mind. Appointments are available today. Call 866 Auctioner or visit auctioner.org.
2: Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel.
4: Fueling today, fueling the future. Got a long day ahead? Power on with Smoothie King's new Coffee High Protein Smoothies. It's a nutritious breakfast blended to shift your morning into high gear with delightfully smooth cold brewed coffee for your mind and at least 30 grams of protein for your body. Try all four energizing flavors, vanilla, almond mocha, raspberry mocha, and cinnamon latte, and power on your day. New coffee high-protein smoothies. Coffee for your mind and protein for your body. Only at Smoothie King, smoothies with a purpose.
0: We're talking Pelicans basketball on the Black and Blue Report.
1: Well, we've timed this just right. We were waiting for the perfect moment for Joel Myers, and we thought uh, a. Cubs getting to the World Series. We'll see what he says about that as we get ready to wrap up with him. But more importantly, the NBA regular season is finally here. It kicks off tomorrow night. The Pelicans kick off their season on Wednesday. And Joel Myers, play-by-play man for Fox Sports New Orleans and host on NBA Radio at SiriusXM, is back with us here on the Black and Blue Report. Hello, sir.
3: Psyched. I'm ready. I bet I you, you are. are. I know you are. Yeah. You're ready. Yeah. Is, thank you. God, it's here. It's like back to school. You can't wait to see who's in your homeroom and who looks good early in the game. So this is this is a good time. This is an exciting time. Sean.
1: How crazy will it be in Cleveland tomorrow night with the Cavaliers and then across the parking lot, if you can even call it a parking lot, the Indians and Cubs in Game 1 of the World Series?
3: You see LeBron's quote, and it was great. He goes, I wish we had a retractable roof <laughs> so we could judge the noise factor between the two. Because... <laughs> The, the noise from the Jake and the noise inside ring ceremony. And you saw the way they moved it up. So the Cavs rings, they moved it up an hour earlier. So the game will tip 730, 740 then baseball at 8 o'clock. Uh, but how sweet is it that the city hasn't had anything since 64 and Jimmy Brown? And now a double dose, a ring night and a World Series to kick things off on Tuesday, tomorrow night. Long overdue. And if you've got to put up with Cleveland winners, I'm really happy for those
1: people. Yeah, no, I think it's pretty cool. Is there anything that gives you doubt that Cleveland and Golden State won't be doing this all over again at the end of the season?
3: Oh, yeah. There's a lot of doubt. <laughs> there's Maybe I think the path of the East is still easier, even though it was improved last year. But uh, over in the West, the Clippers, that window is closing on them. So there's got to be a motivation, an urgency, and urgency, uh, they're ready to blow that group up if they don't get it done. Chris Paul, thirty-one, almost thirty-two now, so they they got a lot of pressure in Clipperland. And then the Spurs—they got better. Pau Gasol, not not diminishing what Tim Duncan brought to the table in leadership. They've got to find a replacement there, and maybe Kawhi Leonard will supply that now that he has to face of the franchise completely. Uh, but I think the Spurs are a viable option in the Western Conference as well. So, still going to be tough. In the West, maybe a little bit easier for the Cavs in the East, but as we all, you know it, we know it. If you're not healthy, it makes no difference. So that's the good fortune in the NBA. Cavs have to stay healthy because there are other teams that have gotten better.
1: The uh, Pelicans will open on Wednesday. Joel, was there anything in the preseason or training camp uh, that changed your opinion of what the Pels might look like, at least here early?
3: Well, I think Buddy Hield can help us uh, a little bit more, and I'm glad I said us, and it's a podcast. And the Black and Blue Report because I can't say it on the air, <laughs> no, no, no. but I think Buddy Heald was chasing shots in the summer because he didn't have a lot of help in summer league play, and now he's identified what is his shot and what he can do, especially when they run out on him. So I think Buddy, without putting pressure on him, can add a little offense, and, and that's what the team is going to need until Drew comes back. And nobody's rushing Drew, and everybody's crossing their fingers and prayers are with Lauren and Drew, but until Drew comes back, they need some offense and they need some shooting. So Buddy could be a source there, and he didn't chase shots. Now, Anthony Davis, I would love to see him more of a playmaking role and more assists crop up for him because he will be able to pass the ball. They're going to run a a hard double at him at times, and and the recognition for AD. So a couple of things, uh, AD on the assist because AD can score. There's no question. He's going to get points. He's going to get shots, and they need him to score, but he can also make others around look better too.
1: You mentioned Drew Holiday not with us just yet, and uh, that means Tim Frazier and Langston Galloway have got to run things. Um, Strengths for both of those guys, shortcomings for both of those guys?
3: Well, for Tim, uh, his court vision is a strength, uh, big time. Langston Galloway's strength is he's got a good stroke. When he rises on the three, it it looks pretty good coming out of his hand. So the strength for Langston is he can help the Pelicans uh, beyond the arc he can also make the proper play, and, and also a really good, hard-to-way player. And, and not to say that Tim isn't, but Langston, coming up through the D-League in a couple of years with the Knicks, he got more reps on the floor than Tim did uh, with the Blazers before he joined the Pells. Uh, but I love the court vision Tim has. It, assists come easy for Tim Frazier. So that, that's an asset that he brings to the table. And then with Langston, just a tough, good kid. Uh, married, great wife, great family. Uh, he brings a, a, the whole locker room has changed. It's a better team overall. There's, they are truly teammates. It's a real healthy situation, as you know, Sean. You've seen it firsthand.
1: Yeah, are they better defensively, Joel? Because I know coaches had some concerns about that.
3: They better be, and I only say that because that's what they got Solomon Hill for too. That was the primary target in the in the off season. So uh, he's not a natural three point threat. He has the the ability to hit the three, uh, but. He's a hard-nosed player at both ends of the floor, and especially at the defensive end, and doesn't mind giving a hard foul. So uh, Etuan can play, Langston can play at that end of the floor, and and good two-way players. And Solomon, in particular, is a real strong two-way player. So they have to get better defensively. And Anthony can't bite. It's your number five. So he's got to stay grounded. He can block shots, and he can get plenty of blocks. But he's got to stay grounded. He can't bite on upfakes. And when he stays grounded... He is a serious defender as well.
1: No doubt. I'm going to admit something here. I'm going to admit that there were games last season, Joel, that when we walked into the gym, I thought chances were slim that the Pelicans would win that said ball game. Uh, will, will that change, you think, this year with this group?
3: Yeah, anytime time. They went into San Antonio one won last year early, mm-hmm. so when they're healthy. And I still feel that way going in on any given night and especially more now that they can compete at the defensive end of the floor. Now, they have to get better at boarding, and you saw they gave up too many offensive rebounds during the preseason, so that's got to be a primary uh, point of emphasis for them. One and done. Make sure teams don't get second and third tries. Terrence Jones can help in that direction, though. And and Terrence Jones just a couple of years ago, in in not a ton of minutes, averaged 12-8 and a game for the Houston Rockets, and he's going to get the opportunity with the Pels. So they have to make sure that they board, and, and that'll make the job much easier at the defensive end of the floor, so you don't give multiple possessions to to teams on, on trips. But Terrence Jones, we haven't talked about him, and he can help at the defensive end, too. But uh, He's a good defender. He's not a shot blocker per se, so he's going to be grounded. He's going to stay in front of his man, and then he can also rebound. That's the key. Uh, the rebounding differential is going to be very important for the Pelicans.
1: Joel Myers with us. Two questions to go. Joel, we know that the Pelicans start with three games this week. I think that most everybody knows what they're up against Friday against Golden State. But give us your thoughts on Denver as your first opponent, and then maybe even a thought about San Antonio, a team that's changed a little bit too.
3: Well, San Antonio was a, a, a new identity because of Pau Gasol, LaMarcus Aldridge, and Kawhi Leonard is their big three because I watched him in the preseason, and Tony's definitely slowed down. Tony Parker shots a little bit flatter. Uh, he still can be a great floor leader, and he will be that for them. They stole DeJounte Murray, 29th overall. I don't know if he's going to be a factor at all this season. Kyle Anderson's going to play the role of Boris D out now, so that changes. They don't have that experience off the bench. Bonner is gone as well. Uh, they lost some of their experience on the bench, uh, so they've changed a little bit. And they're going to. Have, that's why I don't think it's an awful situation for the Pels, even though it's the second of a back-to-back to see them early in the season. Warriors, different story. I saw them in the preseason, and they can fill it up still, especially with Durant now. So, But back to Denver, uh, your original thought. Uh, Denver has improved, and they're deep in the backcourt with Barton. Gary Harris, once he gets healthy, I really like Jamal Murray. Uh, seventh overall taken right behind Buddy. And that's their backcourt is A and Jamal Murray for the future. And they may go with them a lot this year. Uh, but Nurkic, Jokic, it's going to be a challenge, believe it or not, on opening night because they're too bigs go after every board and then it goes back to what the pels have to do which is win the battle of the boards and second chance points can't be allowed uh Denver's going to be a good test on opening night mm-hmm. it's not a walk in the park by any means
1: I can't wait I can't wait last question Joel Cubs Indians who you got and actually who are you rooting for
3: well uh, growing up in St. Louis like you did <laughs> i think it's long overdue what is so bizarre to me is it should be opening on Tuesday night at Wrigley, I, I think it's such a joke that an exhibition determines home field when on your biggest stage, your biggest games, the World Series. So an exhibition, which is just a lark to begin with, an all-star game, it, whoever wins gets home field for the World Series. That's beyond belief as far as I'm concerned. So the Cubs, they're overdue, long overdue, as much as I love what's going on with the Indians, but I'm a National League guy. So, as you know, and you're probably a National League guy, I'm not into the D.H., I love managers that have to manage the game and don't overmanage the game, calling every pitch from the dugout. But got to go with the Cubs because I think it's been a few hundred years, hasn't it? Yeah. Or at least a a century or so. I I, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I I think the world is rooting for the Cubs right now. I
1: think so, and I may be in the minority here. I just, there's something about my St. Louis roots that just, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can do it even though I'm a National League guy. Yeah.
3: (laughs) I took my boys every summer for like five or six straight summers. Uh, when they were, they lived and played a lot of high-level baseball as kids growing up. Took them to Wrigley for a long weekend. Gene and Giorgetti's, the garbage salad, uh, and everything there was our first night. It was tradition. And we we sat downstairs, and they brought their gloves, and it rained on us at times. But there's nothing like the experience of Wrigley Field, so it's easy to pull for the beloved Cubbies.
1: All right, fair enough. With that, I can't wait to see you on Wednesday, and we'll get it all going. Joel Myers, thank you very much.
3: Thanks for having me.
1: You got it, Joe Myers. Of course, uh, he'll be on the call with David Wesley, Jen Hale, Fox Sports New Orleans on Wednesday. And then, of course, you can catch him, I think, every weekday now on NBA Radio at Sirius XM. Take a break. We'll come right back. We're on a Monday black and blue report.
4: From sun up to sundown, there's no end to the great time you'll have at the Sanderson Farms Championship. Join us October 26th through 30th at the Country Club of Jackson for a full course of action from first class golf to fan pleasing fun and of course, lots of fresh, delicious 100% natural chicken all to raise money for Friends of Children's Hospital. So don't miss a single stroke of excitement at the Sanderson Farms Championship. Visit SandersonFarmsChampionship.com for tickets today. Don't miss any of the New Orleans Pelicans action this season
1: pick the four games that are right for you. The Pelicans pick four plan presented by Domino's guarantees seats to see Anthony Davis and your new Orleans Pelicans take on the biggest names in the NBA, including matchups against golden state and Cleveland packages. Start as low as $40 and come with a free medium one topping pizza from Domino's
5: to pick your four games, visit pelicans.com today. gatorade for athletes who move the game forward we're creating the
2: fuel to do the same innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel fueling today fueling the future
0: welcome back to the black and blue report here's sean kelly
1: we have a very busy week of Black and Blue Report in the works for you right now. It continues tomorrow. Daniel Salerson will be your host, as is the usual um, MO on Tuesdays. And that means Jake Seely from Roto Experts to get you uh, up to speed fantasy-wise. And also Jim Eichenhofer from Pelicans.com. There is so much to talk about on the basketball side as well. Okay, on Wednesday, on Wednesday we'll be previewing the season opener, the home opener for the Pelicans, and that means also our conversation begins in earnest on Wednesday about the Saints and the Seahawks uh, this coming Sunday at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. And then later in the week, we're working on a special guest or two. Uh, we'll try and give you a preview of that either tomorrow or Wednesday. So, everybody have a great rest of your week. Uh, excuse me, great rest of your Monday. I'm getting way ahead of myself here. And thanks again to Joel Myers today and John DeShazer. Chin up, everybody. I know the Saints lost. Um, But uh, let's make it a great Monday, shall we? We'll see you next time right here on the Black and Blue Report.
0: Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report, presented by ABC Insurance Agencies. A better choice for insurance. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at noon central or at your convenience exclusively online at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.